All right. You ready? I'm ready when you are. All right. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, everybody. Welcome to America.com. My name is Doc Rich Hayden, and I'm with Harpo. All right. And how are you doing? Harpo, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. As I don't know, everybody maybe on planet Earth knows there was a little election about a week ago. And yeah, we've seen the results trickling and we have a declared winner. So so let me go ahead and, and start with you, Harpo. I want to be very, you know, very gracious. I know that you are a Trump supporter. So I just I want to give you the opportunity to go ahead and talk about your feelings and how you feel about the events of the last week. As long as it's legit, I'm okay with the outcomes. All right. As long as it's legit, but we don't know if it's legit or not. You know, all the legalities going to have to play out. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's going to be a, as we call it, a shit show for the next few months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's been declared winners before that didn't come out to be the winner. So we'll see what plays out. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Yeah, I was. But um, but 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 if the if the outcome stays the same, I'm gonna live my life just like I normally do. So, mm-hmm. kudos to Mr. Biden. I hope he does. I'll pray for him and hope he does good things. But that's all I can do. All right, good to go. Good to go. I have to admit, you were on my mind a little bit Tuesday night, and uh, so I was watching the results come in, and I went to sleep. I was like, ah, all right, looks like Trump's got this in the bag. And I was like, I was like, all yeah, right. Well, I, I went to bed Tuesday thinking, yeah, it's in the bag. And then woke up Wednesday and he was losing. I was like, what happened in the last yeah. six hours? Yeah, I was like, I woke up. So I woke up. I went to sleep. I had a little trouble sleeping. And I think to myself, I was like, I was even thinking about the, the text. I was like, all right, I'm going to text Harpo tomorrow morning. I have to tip my hat to you. Looks like, looks like Trump won this one. And uh, I was already, I was, I said, it's a good thing that we got a couple days to record because I had uh, my frustrated monologue in my head. But I was like, all right, in a couple days, that'll calm down a little bit. And then, uh, <clears throat> you know, we'll talk. But, um, yeah, then I woke up Tuesday morning. Or, excuse me, um, Wednesday morning. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, what's going on? And then it just, Biden just kind of kept, the lead just kind of kept growing and growing and growing. And, um, yeah, then on Sunday we were here and everybody, um, everybody got the news. So, Okay, interesting. And then George is still hanging in the balance and it looks like a real nail biter down there. I can promise you one thing. I didn't lose any sleep over it. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah. I, I still slept good. Yeah, George is still in the ballot. I don't I mean, to be honest, I don't really know what the what the deal is with Georgia. Mm-hmm. I don't know what their hold up and all is. It's time to let the the bigger guns, I guess, figure it out. Mhm. Mhm. From from my most folks would probably think is a biased point of view, but mm-hmm. e- either way this plays out, I don't believe there'll be another election in American history where anybody's going to believe the outcome. Mm. Mm. Either, I mean, so, so if it flips flops back to Trump after all the legal stuff goes, you know, the Democrats aren't going to, they're not going to agree with this. I mean, they didn't agree with the outcome in 2016. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now, if it plays out like this, I don't believe majority of, of the Republicans are not going to have the outcome, and they're not going to ever agree with the system. I mean, something's, mm-hmm. something's broken somewhere. got to be. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. has been for a while. Mm-hmm. I do agree that if, well, I, I can actually, I can say this, is that if these legal challenges were to somehow result in Trump winning or prevailing, 
then yeah, there would be there would be some there would be fury on the uh, democratic side. So, but now, now let me ask you a question. I, I think that we didn't have this this drama before Trump. Do you think that Trump had a little bit of a hand in this? Oh, there was drama before this. What was it, two thousand when Al Gore was declared the winner, but Bush still won? Mm-hmm. I mean, this has been going on for quite a while. That's that's true. Yeah, it was. It didn't feel like there was um, quite the intensity, at least among the public, back then as there was now. As there, you know. Well, that's because this, this, this country, this country wasn't so politically divided as we are today. I think we're more politically divided than racially mm-hmm. divided today in today's times. I really do. At least mm-hmm. that's the way that's the way most people down here in the South feel. We're more politically divided than we are racially. Yeah, I would say here I think a lot of people in well actually I think a lot of people in LA they'd half agree with that only in the sense that they feel we're very racially divided as well. So maybe yeah, it depends on how you talk to. One person might say we're more politically divided. One person more, might say we're more racially divided. But I think most people over here would, would definitely say that they're both, you know, very important. So, all right. So so h- how did you personally feel about the process? I mean, my feelings are still going. I mean, I don't think the process is over. Mm-hmm. I, re- I really, I mean, if, if they are over, I'm going to be okay with, with the outcome. I'm, I'm going mm-hmm. to survive. I mean, it's only mm-hmm. it's only four years that we're we're talking about, but we'll get to do it again, and hopefully the outcome will you know be mm-hmm. be a little more legit. But I don't know if it'll ever be legit again. That's what I'm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what America's gonna do in the next four years. I mean, mm-hmm. if if we keep being so politically divided, mm-hmm. uh, well, you know, what's gonna happen in these four years if the Republicans hold the Senate, Democrats hold the House, and the in the White House, I mean, it's it's about the same as it's been. What's going to get mm-hmm. done? What is going to get yeah. done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to throw a bunch of executive orders out there, but the conservatives hold the Supreme Court, and so they're just going to shoot them all down. So, I mean, what's going to happen in the next four years? Yeah, I think my my big takeaway from Tuesday night was that it was a it was a it was a split, and the Democrats. Um, first of all, let me just say. And I think we should name this episode. I'm never going to trust a poll again for as long as I live because everybody had like the polls had, you know, Biden winning Wisconsin by eight, had them up by like a point or two in Ohio, had them up by two points in Florida and then had them way up in in Michigan and um, Mm -hmm. Pennsylvania. And he, you know, he won the uh popular vote but everything else was really really close yeah no, I, I agree you know so so i think the um oh so i so sorry so back to that i think that um it, it was kind of a split night so the you know the, the unless the 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 um, um the dems pick up the two senate seats in georgia which i don't think is going to happen then um yeah Man, who, who, hey who knows but we can't even get a presidential election right i hope we can get the runoff right <laughs> So, it ain't never, it ain't never in my life. It ain't never took this long. Yeah, it's wow. It has taken. Yeah, that's it's because it's still Georgia as of right now. Georgia, I believe North Carolina is still outstanding, if I'm not mistaken. Something, something like yeah. that. But yeah, I, I mean, there's going to be nothing really going to happen. Yeah, Biden's going to have be able to change some of these executive orders. The McConnell is not going to let anything go through he'll let you know um cabinet appointments and some small stuff get through and maybe some covid relief but you know if a supreme court vacancy opens up i can't see 
McConnell, you know, bringing that to a vote. And there's certain all the stuff that because beforehand, one of the things that I was reading, you know, a lot of the Dems were talking about, you know, a potential landslide and potentially taking control of the Senate and all of these big things that they wanted to do. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, they're not that's not going to happen. But, yeah, it looks like we're going to get stuck. Um, I never want to see a how can I say this? I never want to see any any administration go all the way and get everything they want. But at least if they get some, you know, they get you know during a presidential term, they get what they want, and then the pendulum swings back the other way. At least the you know the opposite party should have the chance to implement some of their ideas. And I think it's just going to be big fat fucking gridlock. How did you? I think the next four years is going to consist in a bunch of a Trump rallies. He's probably going to hold one one a month somewhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's going to be bashing everything that Biden's doing. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to rerun in four years. Yeah. And then again, a lot of people around here are saying that, you know, Biden, he'll, he'll be out of office in six months and Harris will take over president and she'll get to, you know, she'll get to run the rest of his term and then she'll get to run again and again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I, you know. I don't, it's interesting. Let's talk about Trump for a second. Cause even though I do think at the moment, it looked like he, he he's, he's going to, he's definitely going to be hanging out. Like, yeah, I think you're right. He's going to have a rally once a month or so. And yeah, um, he's not going, he's yeah. not going anywhere. I can go ahead and tell you that. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't think, yeah. Yeah. Everybody, everybody knows that. Um, he might, I think between now and then a couple of things, you know, a lot of things could potentially have, he's got, a, he's going to be up against them. Um, charges in new york and he's got some legal stuff that he's gonna have to um work through but yeah i think it's very possible that he runs in 2024 and with biden you know with biden it's interesting because he uh, he's very old so he may just be a one-term kind of guy i don't think he's going well i mean i don't i don't think he'll die in the next couple he might who knows anything's possible but i don't think that that's um that's necessarily gonna happen but yeah he is um uh, he's seventy-seven. I want to say he is. Yeah. So yeah. So he's a bit older. So uh, yeah. So it's yeah. It's going to be a a challenging couple of years. He's going to come in. He's going to he's going to mellow some things out. But um, and then a lot of it depends too on how things go with with COVID and with some of the international stuff. So let me but let me ask you this. So what do you and people in Georgia think that Biden could do to reach out to you? I mean, just be a leader that's transparent. Like, don't say you're going to do something and not do it. What a lot of us feel, the the past Democratic presidents and, and even some Republicans. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I wasn't a big Bush fan. Mm. So don't don't say you're going to do something and not do it kind of president. I like the ones who say they're going to do something and they do it mm-hmm. kind of guy. Got it. Are there any maybe specific policies or things that he could do that you would like to see? Keep the America first driven going. Mm-hmm. Like I, I seen a little article today about the Iranian leaders wanting him to already, you know, go back on the Iranian nuclear deal mm-hmm. and then dump, dump a bunch of more cash over there to him. I think the last four years we haven't given Iran a dime and they, 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 I don't think they're no bigger threat to us than they were before we were giving them money. Mm-hmm. But 
Are there any policies um, specific to Georgia or, you know, maybe specific to the, the South or, or even like, you know, red states in general that like Biden could do that you think would either, you know, appeal or help help you guys out? No, don't raise our taxes. Mm-hmm. Lord knows we don't need that. And, and keep the job growth going. The, econ- the economy is doing good. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that he, he, the COVID will go away mm-hmm. is what I'm hoping. I mean, I know that the virus is not going to go away, but I'm hoping the the whole big big picture of it will go away and the economy can get back to where it was. Mm-hmm. And, and let's keep it there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, so moving on. But you know, oh, but you know how he said you're gonna raise the taxes. He's gonna raise taxes on anybody who makes over four hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, like 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 I said er, earlier in the podcast. Uh, it's just gonna trickle down on us. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you raise the high man's tax, it's eventually gonna trickle down to the low man. Mm-hmm. Ah, I wish, I wish I could, I wish I could speak to economics a little bit better because I don't know if taxing i think i think rich people got plenty of money i think they could spare a little bit of it uh uh for the rest of us homebodies but um we'll get into in a future podcast we'll, we'll have to they didn't they, they didn't get rich sparing it mm-hmm. they got they got rich for a reason mm-hmm. yeah we'll have to we'll have to do an episode strictly on economics and bring our economic brains into it so okay so let me ask you then I want to talk a little bit about um, between now and the inauguration. So how do you feel about the election process? We, we just uh, we touched on it a little bit, but how do you feel about the whole process? I mean, in terms of, you know, Trump's talking about legal ballots and illegal ballots, kind of what's the point of view, you know, from you and from down there? Well, I mean, I, I know of two two people who, who went to go vote down here in Georgia. Mm-hmm. This is just in Georgia. And they were they were told at the polling booth that they had already voted. Mm, and, and, and and clearly they hadn't. I know. I know personally, Doc. I know two people. Mm. Both both of them were in their twenties, mm-hmm. and uh, they were told they had already voted. And clearly they hadn't. So they had to do a bunch of paperwork, fill the stuff out to get their first vote. I guess nulled out, rolling void. Mm-hmm. They got they got to recast their vote. So I know that of two people. That's mm-hmm. just me mm-hmm. knowing two people. Just here in the state of Georgia, so I can't speak for anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, there's a lot of questions, uh, and it's who knows what the vote that they say they voted for was prior to mm-hmm. when they went to go vote. So I'm not saying one thing or the other, but there, there's a lot of there's a lot of questions mm-hmm. floating around down here of how everything's playing out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because up here it seems to have run pretty smoothly and the I, california has been doing mail in voting for quite a while because i've ever since 2016 at least i voted by mail and i think i lived here from 2008 to 2011 and one of those times i voted in person but the other two times i believe i voted by mail at least one of them i can't remember exactly so the system was pretty good and pretty streamlined. So I haven't heard uh, anything about it. And how did you how did you feel about the the stop the vote, the keep counting, stop the vote, keep counting, going back and forth? To be honest, Doc, I really didn't watch a lot of it. So I just I think 
like I said, I don't think there's going to be anybody from here on unless something changes. Either side mm-hmm. is going to believe in any kind of election result unless they go unless we go back to the to the old times where there is no early voting, there is no mail in voting. It's election day. You're going to have to stand in line and vote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I don't know how else to try to take out all of the questions of if you know the whole corruption process of it. I don't know how they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Other than bringing it back to the one day, the election day. Mm-hmm. Everybody go vote that day. Mm-hmm. All right. Interesting. Interesting. How do you feel about Trump not conceding? Do you think he should concede? Do you think he should exhaust all his legal means? Oh, no. He's got he's got to keep fighting. I mean, he doesn't... He, he feels like a lot of people feel that something there, there's too many uh, fishy stories out there to concede. I wouldn't concede if I was him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not not until everything was made clear. Mm-hmm. If it was you know if it, if it's clear he he'll concede if it's clear and convincing that he lost. Mm-hmm. But but as long as there's smoke in the air and there's a fog in the way, he's not gonna concede. Mm-hmm. And I can't say I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping he. Can see, and once all his legal options are uh, exhausted to the point that he feels that they can go, I do hope that he uh, very gentlemanly steps aside and shakes hands and goes off. And he's going to be, yeah, like you said, he's going to be tweeting and holding rallies going forward. You know, you know that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So now let me ask you this then. Being a Republican, I, I'm going to make this a two-part question. Where do you think, and maybe, there's, maybe the answer to this is the same. Where do you think the Republicans are going to go next? And where do you want to see the Republicans go next? Well, I mean, I think they're going to have to fight to keep their their voices heard in the the government. You know, the Republicans feel that even over the last four years, if you think about it, it's just been media driven and and Democratic driven that Republicans are bad. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we got to we got to keep fighting to, to prove people wrong. That we're not the bad people that some folks think we are. Mm-hmm. We like our freedom. We like our uh, our rights, mm-hmm. and uh, we want we want to live our lives out free, free, and at last is, is what the the whole American dream's about. All right. And for twenty twenty four, let's assume let's assume for a moment that Trump doesn't run. Who would you like to see run? Give me, give me two or three Republicans that you would like to see run if Trump doesn't. I mean, it's hard to say for president. I mean, that's that's a hard position to just deem somebody to, mm-hmm. to go do. But I mean, I, I would pick I would pick anybody who who is pro American. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They would draw my attention. Mm-hmm. All right, but it's hard to say just one one you know couple of specific people. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure I'm sure the next go around when it comes time for debates it'll be just like it was four years ago when trump first started running there'll be 15 republicans up on the stage just like there was Mm -hmm. when the democrats started this year Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean it's hard to say yeah yeah but you don't have anybody like if you could i mean if you could I'm, i'm giving you the how can i say this i'm giving you a gift and you could pick anyone just magically snap your fingers and that would be the guy or a woman. Who would it be? Hmm. 
I tell you, I like the vice president, Mike Pence. Okay. I mean, he would be he would be uh he would be one I'd stand behind mm-hmm. hundred 110%, about like I did Trump. All right. I mean I I he he's he's nowhere uh he's a lot lower aggressive, I guess, meet social media wise than Trump mm-hmm. is. So. Mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean he, he he's got the agenda that I like. Mm-hmm. He's been going along with it for four years. So if I, I guess if I had to pick somebody, it would be him mm-hmm. in 2024. I wouldn't mind seeing him on the ballot if it's not Trump. Uh-huh. That's, a, that's, a inter- that's an interesting choice because he seems like the almost polar opposite of Trump. And to tell you the truth, I mm-hmm. think that, uh, that even though Trump sucked up all the oxygen for the last four years and I have some issues myself with Pence, I do think for what Trump was trying to do, Pence was probably, and I, I got to hate saying this, but I think an ideal running mate because he was the, he was the exact opposite of Trump in a lot of ways. And I think that helped Trump a lot. I think it steadied Trump a little bit. Oh, steady is kind of a uh, relative term, but, but interesting. All right. Cause no, I read a, I mean, I mean, I think Pence has the America first mindset too. I mean, he's, he's, Pro military, he's got a kid, it's a marine. So I mean, he's he's pro military guy, and mm-hmm. that's you know that's that's probably who I'd get behind. All right, good to go. Because Biden hadn't given me a reason to think he's pro American mm-hmm. by no means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I so I was thinking about let's talk about Biden for a little bit. I was I, mean, I, I throughout this whole process, I've been kind of lukewarm to Biden. He, he, he's just very, very much in the middle, which I think has pros and cons. But on Saturday, when he gave that speech, man, my, the, the thing I always worry about with Biden, he's kind of gaff prone. And since he's kind of old, he I'm always worried that he's going to have a heart attack in the middle of whatever he's saying, you know. So, like, I can't lie. But on Saturday, when he came out and spoke in uh, Delaware Saturday night, man, he came running out there and he was all energetic. And I was I was pretty impressed i was like all right you think he hit all the right notes and i said all right and i think and i think the thing with biden's going to do a couple of things that i think are really important and i said this last week number one he's just going to turn the temperature down and i think just without all the tweeting without all the yelling and shouting i think that just the temperature in washington is going to go down for a little bit and i kind of think everybody in america needs a little break i think everybody in america needs a couple, a, a little time where they don't wake up every day and the very first thing they think about is the president. You know what I mean? I think that's number one. I think one of the things that actually, I'm, in, I'm, in terms of foreign affairs, the thing that probably angered me the most about Trump and one of the things that kind of questioned his supporters when that they don't, um, that they're not more upset about this is that he has, that Trump alienated us from, you know, NATO and some of our more traditional uh, allies, and I think that Biden's, and I'm talking about specifically Europe, um, you know, Japan, South Korea, and um, you know, these are partnerships that are going to be extremely important for us going forward as we try to manage Russia and China. And you know, Biden's going to re-engage with them. I think that he's got the picture on China. The, you know, we definitely did need to. I, I, one of the handful of things I will give Trump, he was a little harder on China, and he recognizes that China is just as much a competitor and we're, we're frenemies, but I think we're kind of getting a little closer to enemies, which is unfortunate, but I think Biden understands that, but I think he's got a, he's got a big heart, you know what I mean? And he's, he is for 
the working class. I think the dem one of my critiques of the Democrats is, and I think in the next couple of years, if they're not careful, that the uh, Republicans are going to snatch this out from underneath them. But I do think that the Democrats have gotten a little bit away from the working classes. I think a lot of their policies favor the working classes, and they haven't been able to get some of these policies through. But um, I do think that Trump made an appeal to the working class in a way that Biden did too. He got enough. He he was able to peel off enough of the for the working class vote to put him over the top this time. But he's not one of the things. To, and and then the last thing I'll say, one of the things I do want to see Democrats do is get a little bit more pro America because like this this might be a little hard kind of for Republicans to understand. Like there's kind of a feeling on the left that like Republicans have kind of hijacked the American flag. And like, if you remember a couple years ago, there was a controversy with Obama where he, he didn't wear the little flag lapel pin on his suit to some event and everybody uh, jumped down his throat. No, I don't remember. Oh, that. okay. That's, it was, that's crazy. Yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. He, he forgot, he made a mistake. He just, he went to some event and forgot to wear the little American flag magnet on his suit lapel. And everybody, all the Republicans, everybody just jumped down his throat. And every single appearance for the rest of his time as president, he had the little flag on his lapel. You know what I mean? Sometimes it, it's on the left, it's, it's kind of almost feels like Republicans are kind of beating the head with the flag. And I kind of like you know us to sort of, I don't want to say reclaim the flag, but fly it a little more proudly. That's all I got to say. So so we'll see about we'll see about Biden. Is, um, is he going to come in? Is he, a lot of it, too, is going to depend on what he's able to get through because he could have huge, you know, big aspirations and not be able to get anything through and then kind of set us up for disappointment. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to say, but he, he, he'll be all right around here unless he, you know, starts taking money out of the pockets of these people around here. Like you say, in the working class. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think you, um, anybody's got to worry about their guns. So especially with the Republican. No, I mean, that you, you'll, you'll see, You'll see some. It will. You'll, you'll probably see some people come out and protest that whole whole ordeal with the, the whole guns and stuff situation. But I mean, I'm not worried about them coming and getting mine. So yeah, I don't, I don't think that you got to worry about that. So I got a question: How yeah. long do you think Biden will be president? Ooh, good question. Good question. I think, barring some sort of health problem which could happen but it's it, barring some sort of health problem i really wouldn't be surprised if he only runs for or, or if he only goes for one term i wouldn't be surprised if you you, you you do you 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 think he can make it the full four you think he can make it the full four i think so i mean he looked that, that, that'll put him at 81 yeah he'll be old i don't think i think it the, the next time it would be a little dicey you know, some people could do it, but I think it would be a little dicey running again. But yeah, I think he'll be able to make the full force. At least I hope so. Well, who's, who who do the Democrats put up next? You know, that's a great question. That's would, it a, be, would it be would it be Camille? That's a good question. I think Kamala might be next. I think the it, it depends on how she does, how the administration goes. I I kind of think that. The uh, Dems really want to run a woman. I, there's no 
bright shining star at the moment, but Harris could turn into that. I think somebody kind of has to come out of left field a little bit, but yeah, Harris, it might be Harris. As of, and you know, I'll say this: as of right now, it looks like Harris, but we have to see how the next four years go. If they're successful next uh, four years, a, then it will be Harris. Yeah, I would say it'll probably that midterm election will probably be able to determine a lot. Yeah. I think it's a lot depends on, you know, where we stand in four years. Because, you know, I was talking about this with my friend. He he said Democrats need somebody magnetic, somebody like Obama, who's got TV presence, who has social media presence. And, and I tend to agree. But I think that the. Man, I see the thing about Obama. Obama was a good speaker. Mm-hmm. He, he knew how to he knew how to speak to America. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. I remember when he first started his little presidency run before you know his first election. He mm-hmm. he he could talk. He talked a good game. Mm-hmm. He did. He's a good mm-hmm. speaker. But I just I just feel like he didn't he didn't follow through on what he said he was going to do. That, and that's mm-hmm. the thing. I hope Biden doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's what you say. But but to get back to that, real quick, Biden was is kind of in a lot of ways the most vanilla and kind of blandest of all the. Democrats that are running, but I think everybody in America, not everybody, but I think a lot of people in America, enough people in America just kind of want nice and bland and quiet right now. So I think a lot of it depends on what happens over the next four years, you know, but, but I, to answer your question in short, Kamala is probably the future. So right now the, you know, it looks like once all is said and done, it looks like Biden is going to win. What would you say to People who voted for Biden, if you were saying, all right, let me let me put it like this. How do you want people who voted for Biden? What do you want them to say to Biden about bringing the country together? Does that make sense? Like if you could talk to Democratic voters right now, like what, what, what do you want to see from them to keep you engaged for the next four years? Be pro-American. Mm-hmm. Be of the working class. Go to work. Earn your own keep. Don't expect the government to give you mm-hmm. everything. Don't depend on the government so much. I guess mm-hmm. I would say, L- live your own life. Don't don't live the life the government tells you to live. Just because the government says, "Oh yeah, you'll get free college," you, you, you don't 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 expect expect that. Go to college on your own. Don't worry about the government. I guess I would say that would be just one example. Mm-hmm. But I, I would say to a democratic person, don't depend on the government so much mm-hmm. go go get it yourself it's out there go get it mm-hmm. and you know what it's now if the question were posed to me and i was speaking to republicans i would say you know what i know the you know losing sucks if the shoes on the other foot i would definitely not be happy but i would say if biden or the democrats do propose something that you know might work don't reject it out of hand because it's a democratic proposal, you know, because like the next four years, one of the things I'm worried about is there are going to be some proposals that uh, that the Democrats are going to put forward that are going to affect or positively affect Republicans and people in red state America. And just because Biden proposed it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing or or you know, or if congressional Republicans are like, no, 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 we don't like it, we don't like it, we don't like it. Look a little bit deeper, and if the policy works, then go with it. That's one of the things I did try to do when 
Trump was first elected, I was like, oh, what's going to happen if he proposes something that's really going to benefit me? Then I was like, I'm going to try my best to give credit where credit is due and not just block it because, you know, he proposed it. So, so that's what I would say. But, you know, that's been like few and far between during his administration, though everything he's pretty much proposed has been shot down right off the bat in the house. So, I mean, it's going to be hard. I mean, granted, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, if it, if he proposes something that's going to benefit America, I'm all for it. I don't care. I don't. I don't care if Democrat or Republican. If it's going to benefit America, mm -hmm. let's mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. I don't give. I don't. I don't give two cahoots on who proposes it. Yeah, word, word. What's the temperature down there with everybody? How's everybody feeling? I mean, everybody's still numb. Uh, I mean, I guess you could put it. They're numb. I mean, everybody's still wanting to know. Uh, What's fixing to happen, mm -hmm. I guess. Everybody's got so many questions. And there ain't no answers being thrown out in the state of Georgia because everything is still, well, they said, what, last Friday we were supposed to have the results by midday. Mm -hmm. And here it is going on almost a week, maybe five, six days. Still ain't got nothing. So, I mean, everybody's still in limbo, I guess, around here. Mm -hmm. It all. I mean, it all depends on what, what you see on TV. I've really stopped watching the TV. Mm -hmm. I get I get a little few news updates on on my on my phone and I check my my news on my phone and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Everybody's still in limbo right now. Mm -hmm. We'll see what we'll see what plays out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the uh, for the last week or so leading up to the election, I had really taken a news break, maybe limited to ten or fifteen minutes a day, and some days like really trying to block it out altogether. And then the last week I've been watching it again, but I think. Over the next week or so, I'm going to start lowering it down. I've kind of stayed off social media and I got back onto that. And I was kind of like, uh, because then like you got, <laughs> you have all the election stuff, but then you have like everybody's personal problems, like people that in a pre Facebook world, like people from like high school. And I'm like, why do I give a fuck what this dude is doing in right now? So, so I might start lowering my, um, although actually tomorrow's November 10th. So. It's been cool seeing all the, the big yeah, day. Been cool seeing all the marine memes go up. The big mm -hmm. day tomorrow. You gonna drink a beer? You gonna drink uh, a beer? You know what? I think I will. Actually, I'm going to the <laughs> I'm going to the VA. So I uh, <laughs> that's I'm I'm kind of sort of celebrating. <laughs> you you should be passing out beers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna drink one in my good old frosty two seven war dogs mug I got from the bar. Oh, nice, nice. That's cool. That's cool. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how, Doc. But I got stuck with like two cases of them. So oh! If you need, if you if you need a retro two seven more dogs mug, I, can I would you love one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll shoot you my address after right. this. Yeah, right. throw it right. in the mail Do for it. me because I'll throw you two. Hell yeah, yo! So me and my wife can. Uh, she drinks wine. She can drink wine out of it. I'll drink a beer. That's nice. <laughs> that, that'll work. Yeah, cool. For anybody who doesn't know, or if you're in the army listening to this. Tomorrow is November 10th. It's the Marine Corps birthday. And every year, they, uh, the Marine Corps just go, uh, the Marines all just go crazy. And it's a real good time. And then, and then it follows up with Veterans Day, right? At, you know, bam, bam. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's always a, that's like a good time for the Marines. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, I got a specific memory from you while we were in. And, and for our audience, we're going to do 
an episode. We'll do it soon where we just we get off this political stuff and we'll just do we'll just do Iraq and military stories. But so the Marine Corps birthday is November 10th and it's a big big deal in the Marine Corps. But the Navy birthday, I even it's October something, but like it's not a big deal in the Navy. And I had been on a ship for a year and I came and um it was we were in we were in Iraq as a matter of fact. And you came up to me once and you were like, happy birthday, Doc. And I was like, what are you talking about? And you're like, it's the Navy's birthday. And I was like, what do you mean it's the Navy's birthday? He's like, you don't even, you were like, you don't even know it's the Navy's birthday. And I'm like, oh man, we don't celebrate it like you guys. And like, I remember you, you didn't, you didn't get pissed, pissed, but you were like, Doc, come on, what's going on? I specifically remember that. It's like, man, whose side are you on? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, you know, I know you remember the time we were over there during the Marine Corps birthday. You remember oh, driving yes, around? I do. I do. With 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 the with the whole psyops yeah. team blaring the, the Marine Corps birthday every the the Marine hymn every time we pulled up on the location. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. man, good times. Yeah. Good times. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, that would have been oh god, fifteen years ago tomorrow. That's crazy. So, so fifteen what? years. So, so the um, you know something? One of my I, one of my little theories. Is that one of the reasons, among many, but one of the reasons that the government, and specifically Congress, functioned so or as smoothly as it did from 1945 up until about the mid 90s? One of the underlying reasons that I don't think a lot of people talk about, and I can never prove, but is that that was the period when the, the US government was pretty much run by the World War II generation. Mm-hmm. And they understood at the end of the day, we got to do what's right for the country. And they sniped and they, they, you know, they definitely, there was a lot of bitterness and animosity. But I was, I asked my father once a couple of weeks ago, as a matter of fact, I was like, I was comparing now to the 60s. I was like, do you think the 60s were more dysfunctional or now? And he said the 60s, but he said one thing that was really interesting. He was like, in the 60s, you know, all the people were, you know, freaking out and kind of going crazy, but everyone in government kind of stayed together. Whereas now it, it's, it's almost the opposite. I mean, not exactly, you know, like the people don't get along now, but like government is kind of dysfunctional. And my little theory is that, um, you know, everybody had, everybody that was, you know, in position of power, all the, you know, senators and, you know, most of the presidents who served during that time had all been through World War II. And they kind of, at the end of the day, they, you know, kind of understood that, you can get partisan and political to a point, but eventually you've got to kind of put that aside and, and just do what's right for the country. And I, I kind of don't think that's happening. I really hope that a lot of Iraq and Afghanistan veterans run for office in these coming years because, you know, eventually, uh, or if, if, there's, if there's a lot of them and they happen to be on both sides, then, um, you know, I'm hoping that they will eventually be able to come together and say, hey, we got to do what we got to do and, and kind of make it happen. You know what I mean? Oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. There, there ain't. I don't. I mean, there haven't been too many veterans who, who, who've been president here lately. Was it George Bush? He was in. Well, he was in the reserves, but no. Uh, the the first Bush. Now he was active yeah. duty. It was yep. H W uh, Bush, and then since then it hasn't been anybody. Uh, McCain would have been had he been elected, but um, yeah, Obama defeated him. So. That's what I'm saying. There hadn't been any any uh, military background for the president in a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Totally. 
totally so so it's a shame we need to get some in there so all right we're kind of at that point you got any final thoughts let's uh let's see how it's gonna go so we'll see how it plays out yeah we still got a long time to go i guess my final thought is one thing that we discussed last week we were worried potentially about some unrest and there was a lot of protesting but it all stayed peaceful which is great there was maybe some small incidents here and there but overall everything stayed peaceful which i'm very happy about and um well, well you know what i'm gonna say the majority of the republicans had to get up and go to work the next day <laughs> yeah so yeah i'm not losing no sleep over an election good good and then the um and then the last thing i'm going to say you know is to both so to both sides so to the republicans like i said if biden proposes something and you think that it's gonna it's gonna work for you then embrace it and if you're a democrat the next couple of days you know be gracious about this um we don't like trump but you know what there are a lot of people who are not feeling very good right now so let's extend an open hand and then make it easier when Biden does, you know, promote a policy that you think is going to help Republicans or help some of the people that did not vote for Biden feel like they can say yes and they can embrace these policies because they were treated well in this transition. So that's what I would say Mm. right now. All right. All right. All right. Well, anything else before we, uh, call it quick. No, that's it that's it all right yeah, man well everybody thank you guys all so much for tuning in and listening and stay safe and we're gonna see we're gonna keep bringing you our analysis and we hope that everything in the next couple months goes nice and smooth happy veterans day to you doc happy veterans day and happy birthday tomorrow all right all right, all right.